I already spilled my wine. We're two minutes there in. There we go. <laughs> wine about it. Three, two, one, we're off. This was your idea, Court, so you take it away. Okay. <laughs> okay, do I just like, oh, hi. <laughs> Hi, Courtney. Yeah, hi, Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Um, <laughs> okay, so the three of us have been best friends forever. And we have made it a goal to do girls' night once a week. Yeah. And basically all we do on those girls' nights is drink wine and bitch about things and just talk about everything and anything. So we figured why not? wine not turn it into something plug <laughs> productive <laughs> hence the podcast yes wine about it wine that is how we got started so obviously it's safe to say none of us know what we're doing not at all. <laughs> this feels a little weird but it's kind of it'll be um a good experience I think yeah and I don't know. I'm really excited. You cross okay, it off. So they all know my days. name. Oh, oh yeah, Hannah. Yeah. You go next. Okay. So I'm Hannah. <laughs> hey, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. <laughs> As Courtney said, we've been friends forever. I met Cassidy. She is my stepsister, Woo-hoo. and that's where I met the wonderful Courtney. We oh, clicked okay. right away. We're gonna cut the last name out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. So I I I just, I oh yeah, I just said like keep my too. work being like you're fired. Okay, know. let me start over. <laughs> hey, two. Okay, I'm Hannah. This is wine about it. I met Cassidy and Courtney. Cassidy is my stepsister. Shout out to the other stepsisters, not saying the last name this time around. <laughs> and that is how I met the wonderful Courtney. And I'm ever good. since then, it's been history in the making. Yeah. And here we are. Girls' nights have now turned into a podcast. Yeah. Boom. Welcome to join our girls' nights. Yeah. Aww. I love that. Girl hey. Skites. There's Girl Skites. What? Girl Pardon? <laughs> live or on air or something. That sounds like a porno. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Girls Nights Live. <laughs> Girls Nights Live. For one recorded. Only. <laughs> Stop. Wait, Courtney, that reminds me before I introduce myself. Didn't we have some scheme in college where we genuinely thought about making a phone sex hotline? Yeah. Do you recall that? That's genius. Isn't it? I was, it, was, it had a really brilliant name too. Oh, it did New because we like, even did the intro and everything. Like we didn't record it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I do I, remember. Yeah. I also remember, I mean, this is definitely something we can get into more later, but um, I remember making um, sugar daddy or sugar baby profiles on a sugar oh, daddy site. Like we've all been there. Yeah, I th- I think I think so. I mean, you know, when you see it, it seems like easy money, and then you realize like I could die from doing this. So you know what I mean? I mean, you know what? Now everything is like virtual, which is even better. So right. 
Oh yeah, it's a lot. Oh, I should probably introduce myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm Cassidy. So as Hannah said, I'm Hannah is my stepsister. Courtney is honestly like my sister. I've known her for a really long time now, and we've all been BFFs. And it's funny, you guys are stepsisters, but like you and I have known each other longer than you and Hannah. Or me and Hannah. Yeah. It's weird to think about, but it's kind of cool also because it's just like, what's that? There, I feel like we've all been in the same circle for like such a long time. You know what I mean? It's been 10 plus years. I was thinking about that the other day. Before we even knew each other, we had like mutual friends. We're all in different grades. Yeah. We were all, I mean, we're not many grades now, but we were all in different, <laughs> we were, all of us were a year apart. Mm-hmm. I know. And I'm, I'm like the middle child. We honestly don't act all like different ages. Like I, I mean, I mean, you know, at this age, what is like early mid? Two years apart is nothing. What'd you say? To being two years apart is nothing. Yeah, no. I always like used to think it was like with Colleen or like having when you're yeah. younger, you don't want younger friends because you feel like less cool or whatever. But now it's like kind of it's literally who gives a shit you know what I right. mean it's like in high school when like a senior would be dating a freshman it was so creepy but they were only four years apart thinking about it now like when you're in your 20s and there's yeah. a relationship and they're four years apart it's no big deal yeah I when I was a freshman in high school I dated a senior I was and like, I right now I'm like that was really that was sketch creepy <laughs> on his end <laughs> first dance song because you, you um I'm sorry you mean my first kiss oh yeah. was don't stop believing at my freshman <laughs> homecoming and I remember going to um cheer practice that next Monday and everybody was like I saw you making out with that guy on the dance floor I was like oh my god I don't think that was me you're like, I'm so blood shamers. Cool. What the hell? Scandalous. <laughs> but what, girl? Mind your business. Yeah, but really, like, why do little kids fucking slut shame? I don't understand. It's. <laughs> I don't little understand. Little kids shame everything. Yeah. Little kids do. That shame, style shame, fucking. Like, <laughs> if you're not hip with your grammar, they'll shame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they'll just come up to you and be like, my mom said you're ugly and then like run away laughing and go play in the playground it's just like weird feel like now I'm gonna have trauma for the rest of my life yeah, and you, don't, like, you wow. don't even remember that like, that's wow, great <laughs> it's so funny people always talk about the trauma that like is inflicted on little kids but they never talk about the trauma that little kids inflict, inflict. on you mm-hmm. it's so it's terrible yeah, it's awful. Words hurt. Parents need to teach their kids words hurt. <laughs> um, Hans, I want to know, do you have a first kiss story or like a first kiss? Oh, God. Or anything? My first kiss, somebody in our friend group. I guess we'll bleep his name. Wait. Oh, no. It's funny because now he's in our friend group. Yeah, it was I, nothing. I didn't even think about that. Like your lips. Yeah. Matched. <laughs> Courtney, your lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I was in I guess I was in seventh grade and my dad thought I was going through a huge rebellious phase because I had a boyfriend in seventh grade and I had my first kiss he thought I was gonna get mono (laughs) I totally (laughs) see him saying that too he was like do you know what happens mono That's like you got mono and then you die. I was like, what the fuck? I remember my dad telling me, like, like, you know, warning you to be careful who you kiss because like it's the kissing sickness, right? Right. I missed two months of high school because of that sounds like a dream. Colleen had mono, right? MK had it too. Yeah. Yeah, I was the only one that never got it. Wait, Cass, I need a first kiss story. You're the only one that didn't go. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Court was there for my first kiss, actually. It was me. I was her first kiss. No, wait. You were there. With, right? Oh, wait. We're not saying last names. Yeah. Bleep. Bleep. We'll definitely bleep his bitch ass name out. And he sucks. Please. He's awful. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was he and I had liked each other. And I don't even know like how it started. I think it was just like we always kind of like thought the other one was like cute, but I was so shy. Like I never wanted to like announce. You were so shy when I first met you. I know. I used to be so shy. I think WVU brought brought your Thank God. <laughs> Shout out girl. WVU. I know. Thank God though. But like, yeah, it was it was a time so anyway but finally like he um he and I started talking and I can't remember really how it started I just think maybe he was like at a party or something of ours or something I don't know and I I know where we were we were in Matt's basement for my first kid yeah and you walked him outside oh my god I thought I was at um jf's house no oh yeah no no wait i think i might have been at matt's no i think it was matt's basement and you you went outside with him and you came back and you were like i just had my first kid yeah it was on his car and it was like so awkward and he Uh, told me i used too much teeth and i was like (laughs) but he knew i never kissed someone before too much teeth yeah, I don't know. Like our teeth hit each other by an accident. You know, that's sexy. Well, you know, I hate that feeling. I would have ended it right then. It's just so awkward. So anyway, yeah, it was a really not a good makeout. I'm sorry that he did. Had he say he out. said that to you? No, he didn't. No. Oh, oh okay. He got better right after that, but the initial like shock. The initial contact was yeah. Too I, I, first kiss is good, please. Oh no, because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like it reminds me of those. Um, have you seen that couple that's been on the internet? They've never kissed before, and then they get married. And <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so bad. They were like, "We're so crazy." Kiss for I mean, Duggar shit. You know what I mean? Ugh. But like, I mean, to each so their own, own, but. Yeah, you know, know, you know what? I'm not gonna. No share judgment you. on wine no, about it. But. Maybe do it in private because that was not. But don't do maybe it. not on national television. I don't know. I would like to say that they probably got better from there, and you know, but I also will say that for yeah. that to happen and them to become like a a spectacle was kind of like lame. Like I don't know why you'd want your like first kiss broadcast. Be private. Yeah, especially if you like 
feel like it's super sacred to you in the first place it's like why put it on national tv just my humble opinion but you know humble I've never heard that one before, but I definitely My like opinion. I think that should be a consistent thing throughout this. Hashtag humble opinion. I, like I actually love that. I feel like we should let everybody know the premise of this podcast. Yeah. Is um pretty much we're drinking wine and what we're going to do is we have a cup full of random topics written on popsicle sticks. And pretty much what we're gonna do is pick randomly from these topics and talk about that until we run out of shit to talk about and then pick another one. Go where the wind takes us with each topic. Yeah. So like not only do you not know what we're, you're getting into, but we don't know what we're getting into. <laughs> I will say without any shame Vanderpump comes up in a couple different popsicle sticks disclaimer for the listeners watch Vanderpump Mm -hmm. who would you guys say real quick is like your favorite character on the show oh god Lisa well besides her like that's an obvious one Jiggy (laughs) <laughs> he just goes like meh and is like that the he doesn't move it's just so funny because ken is literally always carrying like minimum They're twins in one arm I know. they look so much alike <laughs> the hair you know it's like some people say the owners of their dogs look like their dogs that's like ken and jiggy it's so funny he was a ladies' man back in the day. Like he, he had to have been attractive. That's what I'm saying. He was attractive. But do you know what I mean? Some people just have that personality where it's like they could be butt ass ugly, but if they have that charm and are able to like yeah. maneuver it, like they are the hottest people in the world. You guys need to get to season seven because I'm almost there. I'm like Wait, two episodes. From take season. a break. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> meditate i don't know let me catch up i need to read a book honestly actually started watching real housewives of salt lake city it's really weird there's a lady on real housewives of salt lake city who is married to her step-grandfather what (laughs) right so growing up her grandmother and this guy were married and the grandmother put in her will that she wanted one of her granddaughters to marry her husband when she passed and damn why happened. not just be like i'm giving all my wealth to my one of the granddaughters it's really uncomfortable i hate watching it but i can't stop watching it are they mormon i don't know majority of the cast is mormon but she is a preacher at her own church i'm not sure what sector she is though but yeah really weird well yeah. on that note should we pick our first topic <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> uh wine okay. about it does not support incest no <laughs> i don't know that it's technically incest there's step right yeah i mean right. you hear that beautiful sound 
Yeah. Drum roll. <laughs> All right. Yellow. Tattoos. Ooh. Okay, this is a good topic. I like it. You guys should explain. Okay, so I don't have any tattoos, but Courtney and Hannah do. So I feel like you guys should like maybe explain your favorite tattoos that you have. Ooh. Well, first of all, if we're going to talk about Hannah and I's tattoos, we have a matching one. We have matching watermelon oh, yeah. sugar tattoos. So that also means we have matching um, tattoos representing the female orgasm, which is pretty cool. In our defense, it came out afterwards. Uh, Harry came out after we got these tattoos, which we, which we thought it was about eating pussy. So, so it is about eating pussy. It is. Yeah, about but it's pussy. also about the female orgasm. He announced it on his um, love on tour. You know what? I hate that word. Pussy. Love on tour. No, God. No. <laughs> I was like, pussy. <laughs> P-U-S-S-Y. I really don't like it. Really? Yeah. I think it's just so degrading in a way. I don't know. I kind of find it sexy. Same. Well, teach their own, but (laughs) I much prefer like labia minora or something. (laughs) Isn't that like- Um, Let me know when Max tells you that in bed. Sexy labia minora. (laughs) No, I was was kidding about that. (laughs) That's good. <laughs> I was I needed the confirmation. I was a little scared at first. Imagine if I prefer beef curtains. <laughs> I'm peeing. Just imagine someone when you're like getting intimate with them and they go, Could I touch your labia menorah? <laughs> I'd be like, sir, I don't even know where that is. I don't even know. I'd be like, let me I would be like, probably, yeah, you seem to know a lot about like a vagina more than yeah. you a gynecologist <laughs> like you know a lot more about it than I do I guess I like you know what you're doing so that's a good thing that's oh good my thing. god <laughs> <laughs> I'm deceased oh god so, all right so tattooing about it supports tattoos. the female yeah. orgasm yeah going back to tattoos <laughs> yes <laughs> my, my very first tattoo were you both there? I was there. I think Cass was there. What is your first one again? The one on her foot. foot. The one for your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I was in college. Oh, you were in college. Okay. So my mom is a breast cancer survivor. And shout out, shout out to Carol. Shout out. But um, so this was in high school, and like the minute I turned eighteen, I was like, I have to have a, I have to have a tattoo. And you know, when you're young, you're like tattoos have to have meaning yeah I'm like I had to figure out something meaningful so I decided on this day I had to have this tattoo I had to get a tattoo on this day I was like I'm not waiting it needs to happen today so I went through like four different tattoo shops until I found one accepting Mm walk-ins oh god and then so I go in (laughs) and the tattoo it says live with hope which I probably would have done something different, but you know, whatever, it's eight years later. But I like Um, it, like you have a meaning with it, you know? Yeah, I don't regret it at all, but um, so I get it done and it says live with hope, right? The guy finishes it and he 
like does his last like cleaning of it and he goes welcome to the world of white trash sure <laughs> i was like what um, <laughs> i was like what i remember when we went with you they took you like behind the curtain and we couldn't go back with you and we were just right. standing by the door <laughs> and he had me just like sit on the table like holding my leg up so he could get my foot I'm like this <laughs> and then I remember go I went to like another tattoo shop a while after looking at like another tattoo and I showed them the one the, the very the one we're talking about on my foot and they were like oh yeah after a couple of years that's just gonna mold together he's like you're not gonna be able to tell what it says I, was like, All right. I didn't realize I was with you for three I guess you have four right I have yeah four I was with you for three out of the four. I didn't realize that's that. That's crazy. Wait, that's so cute. I remember I have three. I have a sunshine on my wrist. I have my Harry Styles female orgasm one. And then I have <laughs> Harry Potter. Deathly Hallows. Shout out. Hufflepuff gang, where are you at? Hufflepuff, like the nerds of Hogwarts. Hey, hey. But no, that's Ravenclaw. There's the least conflicting group. We're yeah. loyal and we're, we're sexy and we're hot. So, you guys are hot, you have that going. Thank you, but I think that means you guys are unicorns among Hufflepuff, unfortunately. <laughs> Offense, <laughs> watch me get Slytherin if I took that. Rico Malfoy is a he's hot, and sexy. he's so hot. I love him. Would you get any tattoos? Um. I don't know. I'm like super indecisive and I feel like I wouldn't like something if I got it super like I don't know. I just don't know. If it's a permanent thing, I don't know if I get it and then in 10 years be like, "Wow, I'm so glad I got that." You know what I mean? So. I think for you Cass, if you were to get one, you would need to get one somewhere where you wouldn't be looking at it all yeah. day because I do want one but I just like there's not you know there's never gonna be like a right time to do something you just have to do it so yeah. you know if I I can sit here and say oh I gotta wait for like the right time to get a tattoo but honestly if I want one I just have to fucking do it you know what yeah. I mean but, but if you don't really want one then don't waste money you know right. they are pricey and that's something that I'd have to really figure out like what I wanted to be but honestly I've never like sat down and really done that so honestly I probably won't have one for at least a while well, like if I'm I a true believer in like <clears throat> tattoos don't really need to have like some sort of significant meaning like if it's something totally random that you just decide you want and you get it done it's like so at one point in time that tattoo had some sort of meaning to you it's just like it's like a stamp in time pretty much yeah that's a cool way wow. to like whoever decided that that's tattoo beautiful. have to have meaning I mean you can look at older generations well you can look yeah that don't like tattoos but right. you can look at something and be like I remember when I got that and it develops a meaning for you you right. know what I mean like Courtney right. just stamp in time so like 
that's right. You don't, I don't think necessarily you need to have a badge of honor. Like I love my sunshine. I probably wouldn't get a sunshine again, but looking back on it, me and my mom went together. So that's yeah. like a really fun memory that we really? have together. Yeah. So that's what. That's cool. And that's like my live with hope on. I'm like, if I was to do, like, I would get that same tattoo still now, but like, if I were to do it, I would probably do it a different font, maybe just one word instead of three, but like, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like it, it means something still to this day. So it's like, but I just have to add to that really quick too. Like, I just think you don't feel the same way like oh I would have done this this and this about your tattoo because you've like grown you know what I mean and and it's just a different it's like another measure of that in a sense you know what I mean it's cool it's really neat like it's just it's a cool thing that people are able to like express themselves like creatively like that you know are we over tattoos do we want another one okay this one's kind of fun I'm scared Describe your perfect weekend. Ooh. Um, and if at any point you guys are like, this is stupid, do another one. Just I actually like that. No, I do too. Um, I don't want to go first. Hannah. I'll go first. <laughs> perfect weekend, probably at the beach. All of my friends and my fiance are there. Just chilling at the beach, drinking, hanging out get back, go to dinner on the bay, drinks flowing. You know, when you're at the beach and you go to dinner and you're like sunburnt at dinner. Yeah. You just throw your hair back into like a quick bun. And you have light makeup, freckles are out. Freckles, yes. It's the best. And then we go get trashed at a club. That's probably my (laughs) perfect weekend. So Ocean City. Sounds Ocean City pretty much. Hannah, do you remember big peckers Woo! shout out to big peckers it was like the beginning of covid and we went um it was there was just a couple of us like no yeah it was couples yeah it was only six of us and we got the condo and you and i were like let's go sit outside at big peckers because covid and we got there and literally like not a single soul was in that bar and we were like, oh my God, are we about to stay at a bar? We'll just sit inside. And we did. And we had the best bartender ever. And bartender she was, was awesome. Feeding us shots. It was oh, the best. I love that. Cass, what's your perfect weekend? Um, I just have to say real quick, because I have this thought in my mind, that honestly, bartenders make or break your experience at bars. Hands down. 100%. Shout out to bartenders. Shout out to bartenders. Shout out to bartenders. I could not have that weight on my shoulders that I let have a bad night. You know what I mean? So yeah. shout out to them. You guys do God's work. Agreed. Literally. <laughs> Wine um, about it supports bartenders. Wine about it. Yeah, full, full support. Um, oh, my perfect weekend. So I've I've been thinking about this actually because I like, you know. Um, in the beginning stages because I just got this new job of like Woo, shout out to Cass new job Woo, go Cass. um but you know like trying to figure out where kind of I want to move because like I'm just at my rent house and you know need to get the fuck out of here <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to think of like apartments with Max my boyfriend who they know 
And I was thinking of doing a dinner party and I'm like, I think my perfect weekend would have to be where it's over the summer. Like I can have my friends over, like we've all cooked food, a bunch of food. There's like wine and like weed and beer. And you can just like sit outside and just talk and like hang out. And there's a dog running around, you know, random dog. Actually, it's Maeve in this scenario. You can bring Maeve. Oh, okay. she's, yeah. Listen, she's a cat, but she's basically a dog. Seriously. Yeah, they do exist. But um, yeah, I think just like being able to hang out with my friends, something where you can have like good conversation and like good food and just like, you just feel rejuvenated. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's my perfect weekend. By the pool, that'd be fun. Yes yes um, are you playing with a nail clipper yeah what what are you like playing <laughs> you should be careful <laughs> a nail clipper but now that you say that that i could literally cut myself so i'm gonna put that down i'll get you a fidget spinner i need that or like a stress i need that you know, those, like, rings. those like anxiety rings that you can just like oh yeah yeah i but do that with my engagement ring a lot it's not anxiety it's just like um I don't know. My it's like restless legs, but it's your hands. Yeah. Hands. Yeah. It's weird. Or like when I'm thinking, I feel like I fidget a lot when I'm thinking. So that's probably, I don't know why, but anyway, um, court, what's your week? So I don't know. So usually Friday night or Friday, like at the end of the workday, I'm so exhausted. So I think like Friday, I would like to start with like just a nice, simple date night where we eat a lot of good food and get like buzzed and have like a little bit of drunken, sexy time. And then shout out to Owen. Shout out to Owen. (laughs) Owen needs to listen to this and know what to do. He should know he's got to make you food, get you all wined up, and then... Wine dined in 69. Let's go! <laughs> Saturday would definitely involve brunch. Brunch, first thing, all of us together, bottomless mimosas, amazing food, just like getting all sorts of sideways. And then we would have to keep the party going, obviously. let's go to a a brewery something like that like we're just you know we're vibing all day and then I would say I'd like to be home by like nine ten o'clock on Saturday (laughs) because I'm a grandma and I want to cuddle with my cat on the couch and watch Vanderpump of course and watch Vanderpump and to say Sunday would just be what it is pretty much every Sunday for me which is just chores Oh yeah. Meal Resetting. Resetting. Yeah. Um, are we ready for a new one? Yeah. Yeah. These have been pretty surface level so far. Let's see if we can get I know. I'm scared. Mm. I just felt beer all over my face. Right. Sick. <laughs> oh god. Hannah, I have a feeling you and I are gonna have the same answer, but we'll see. <laughs> What is it? Favorite movie soundtrack. Mamma Mia. 
Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I was going to say. Okay, so Hannah's Mama Mia. I was going to say Twilight. Twilight. Guys, like, I don't have one. Oh, yes, I do. Bend it like Beckham. Really? Interesting. I like that answer. It's different. That's a throwback right there. I, I've loved it, like, ever since I was a little kid. Like, especially the, there's this one song. Remember, she, like, has to go to the Indian wedding and her soccer game. That's a good song. I've no, never seen Bend it like Beckham. Hannah, you love it. It's so good. It, it is, is so a good movie. One of my favorites. Just watched Encanto. That was a good soundtrack too. I tried to get Max to watch it and said, I don't want to watch kids movie. So I'm going to have to watch it by myself. But it's so good. A lot of the Disney movies that have come out recently are not like kids movies, you know? Like um, Turning Red. It's about puberty and people are mad about it. Yeah. Us like liberals are the conservative ones, right? Right. Snowflakes. It's those same people that think we should have a tax on tampons and think we shouldn't talk about our fucking period. I'm sorry, but our periods are like a natural thing and you asshole would not be on planet earth. We didn't get those suckers. Literally 10 minutes before we started this podcast, I had a fucking clean up (laughs) blood drips on my white carpet. Oh no. Those days. Didn't even know they were there until a man pointed them out. Oh, hey babe. Oh, no. What is that? I was like, oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, my god, I'm so embarrassed. It's catch up. Don't be embarrassed. It happens. Also, if you don't like it, and if you like Trump, please don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> whine about it does not support Trump. No, we don't. Whine um, about it does support bitching about your period openly. Yes. Boom. Yep, and women's rights. Because I will say pro-choice, but it's like, you know, if guys complain about like period blood, fucking learn how to pee in the toilet. All right. But you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like, you can choose to complain or you can choose to see it and be like, not my problem. You know, I mean, like I will, I'll give Owen credit. He was like, baby, you don't need to be embarrassed. It's okay. It's natural. It happens. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'm like, that's really sweet. (laughs) Because I could see that I couldn't see him ever reacting like that in a bad way, but I'm sure there are people out there that have like shared their girlfriends for that, which is really like the episode of, um, Jersey Shore for some reason that just stuck sticks out. I was just watching Jersey Shore today. Are you? Oh yeah. Circle moment. Um, but when they are with Angelina, like Angelina's still in the house and she's like leaves her tampon somewhere and they call her a dirty hamster. Like (laughs) no, because that was she left it like outside of the trash can and she didn't Uh, wrap it up. That's disgusting. That's that's dirty. We support periods. We support (laughs) shaming women. But if you don't know how to put your tampon in a trash can and roll it up, we got some problems, okay? That's a high issue. Do you guys like how this stemmed from favorite movie soundtrack? (laughs) (laughs) It's like two opposite ends. Oh, God, that's too funny. Mamma Mia, Grease. I love Grease. Grease. 
That's a good one. Twilight's the best. Twilight. Max and I were just talking about Twilight and how bad of an actor Kristen Stewart is. Like, <sighs> have you? In that first, in no, that, she gets I better. In that role. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But like in other roles, she's really good. She actually is. I don't know. I watched her or tried to watch that one Princess Diana movie that came out recently. Oh, Spencer? Yeah, I couldn't watch I it. I, I just died. She's really good. I like um, it. Really? I forget what the movie's called, but it's about um the runaways. Oh, I bet she's she like that. Joan Jett. Yeah. Well, I think she's more of like an indie kind of actress yeah. or actor or whatever. Like I, I feel like and maybe that's me like cast typing her and I shouldn't do that, but I feel like that's just like the type of environment she makes sense with. Like when I see her as Princess Deanna Deanna, what? Deanna. Deanna. Doesn't make Princess sense. Meatball. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? Princess Meatball. No, Dina and Snooky. Oh, oh, so <laughs> that's me, right? <laughs> I didn't didn't click for me until you explained it. I was like, is that a cartoon? Princess Meatball. 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 <laughs> Speaking of actors and movies, Max and I just watched this incredible movie yesterday. Um, of course, can't remember what it's called. But Encanto? No, no. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, you feel I feel like you have a different movie that you guys watched. And I'm like, I don't think I would pick that out. No, but this is really good. And the reason I'm bringing it, like, I can't remember the name, but it has... Um, Joaquin Phoenix in it and yeah, anyway like I didn't realize how attracted I am to Joaquin Phoenix Have you seen Walk the Line um no I have not seen that he's in that he played it's like a biopic about Johnny Cash and he looks really fucking good in that movie he's just you can tell he's ve- a very smart sophisticated old soul and I really like yeah. that I like how he ate, like, he he shows his age in, like, a really hot way. I think her is the one he stands out most in for me. He, I like that movie a lot. I think it's very interesting to think of, like, a society where that could happen. Because at the end of the day, all he wanted was just, like, an emotional connection that he didn't have with his ex. So it's just kind of interesting to think about when people go to, like, robots or technology for intimacy like maybe it's just kind of showing what as humanity we're lacking in sometimes you know what I mean it's literally black mirror before black mirror was a thing yeah I miss that show are they making another season have we heard I don't know the last one they came out with came out with was with actually oh and that was like yeah Riding so high, <laughs> achieving my goal. <laughs> like I, that's a good song. I yeah, really that's a banger. That is a serious banger. Owen just texted me from the other room. Don't forget to shout out Steve's Diner. <laughs> oh yes, we have to plug diner. Steve's Diner in here. Our family. Are we like a podcast family? Is that like a good one? Is that our brother podcast? <laughs> I was say, we're like brother and sister. That's cute. Okay. Cute. So our brother podcast, I mean, they basically do the same shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. They or just talk about version. shitting in the woods. Like shout out Jordan. <laughs> Other <laughs> podcast is Steve's Diner. Go check it out wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, they have a seat on in the window, and <laughs> yep, <laughs> they talk about sports, current events, yeah, sports, More sports. sports. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Hannah's fiance, so it's yeah. Shout out. Your father-in-law, fiance, and then our BFFs, so. Devin would be your cousin, I think, just your cousin. Well, I wouldn't have to say in-law. Future cousin-in-law. Future cousin-in-law, I guess. (laughs) And then Steve Bradford, the one and only. Follow his TikTok. TikTok. Isn't he, is he still shadow banned? No, he actually, um, did you guys see Old Bay came out with vodka? Yeah. No? Yeah, he uh, reviewed the it on his. Only thing I could imagine that being good for is Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Yeah, same, same. He reviewed the vodka on his TikTok, and then Old Bay reached out and gave him like a PR package. What That's the fuck? Crazy. I want to get to that level of cool, right? I do have to pose this question though. Um, if you guys could be sponsored by like anything or mm-hmm. anyone, like who would you want to be sponsored by? Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump. Let's talk about them for a second, or more specifically, T Schwartz. Because what Boo, the fuck? pussy boy, uh, <laughs> guys? It's it's hard though because like you can't help but not love Katie and Tom, right? I don't know if I feel the same. I because I know I know he's like he's such a pussy he at some points, but like they're really cute together at other points like you're right I don't know there's just something that I I love about the two of them and like I was heartbroken yeah they announced their split I was so shocked I was I was upset yeah I didn't see it coming Katie deserves better how many times he cheated on her that's like the fuck that we know of that, that he know. knows of he barely remembers half the times well he says that but you come on he's a boy who cried wolf like you can't fucking right. make an excuse over and over and over again and think it's gonna stick it's like when right. are you gonna grow up and be a real man and not cheat on your wife mm-hmm. you gave her a mm-hmm. promise and that's what's most upsetting to me is like i i do like their relationship when it's good but it's like, they're so destructive. And I think these are two people that like fell in love and put themselves only in the relationship, but didn't develop on themselves as individuals. And that's what really breaks the relationship because you're going to resent the other person. That's so true. Especially sports. You can tell how he just like is not in tune with himself. No, he hasn't matured at all. And there are times where it just seems like all he wants to do is drink. And you got to think those types of people, it's like they're just escaping from real life. Katie kind of does it too. Yeah. But like, well, like, and when they, when they drink, they're so mean to each other. Yes the dick size or your dick and then him calling her a bitch like the moment jordan pours a drink on my head i'm out that should have been katie should have been out right there dude like literally owen 
so I mean I we've gotten into drunken fights before and shit sure. like that but like everybody has. literally won't even say bitch like in a song he's like I just feel like coming from a man's mouth the word bitch is so derogatory oh god like you're but I appreciate it I do <laughs> oh, <Owen. laughs> I mean I love I think that's kind of cute but also like it's okay to say the word <laughs> yeah it goes to show that like I don't know not all men are gonna be getting drunk and calling their girlfriends a bitch yeah and based off of both of their their like Instagram posts and their stories it does seem like it was Katie's decision yeah that it was it seems like he might have done something based upon oh. the verbiage of his post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like and like you guys are saying, he's kind of a P U S S Y. Yes. So I don't think he would ever make that decision himself. The um, fact that he was so like he would say just out in public, oh, I kind of have chilly feet or whatever, like before they got married. In front of Katie with their fucking wedding planner. I'm yes. like, dude, you're yeah, not yeah. only like, are you being kind of like disrespectful about this whole wedding, but you're sucking the fun out of planning it. Like this should be a, like a good time. Yeah, I agree. Right just sad but I will say from my personal experience it's really hard to find the person that like you're meant to be with if you're like not at that level you want to be or you're not striving to be at that level like how can you really like attract someone if you're not where you want to be it's like you because you either grow together or you kind of like get apart right oh and it gets to a point where I feel like, yeah, one of those people has to make that decision. I'm glad it was Katie because she deserves a lot better, I think. I, I will agree with that. But girls who go through breakups sometimes end up with assholes for a little bit of time because either they're in, they're insecure, it's the chase or whatever, but it's just yeah. like, that's what happens. I mean, I can say I've been there. Same. I've been there too. I mean, I didn't date an asshole, but it's like, I. But you're attracted to that. It's like somehow when you're at like your most heartbroken and your most vulnerable, it's like the asshole is what you're attracted to. It's like. Because you don't feel as good about yourself. So that's what you think you deserve. Yeah. And you're like, for some reason, the, like the asshole dude seems like the cool guy fun and outgoing and but and because when they give you that attention it feels like a rush of like endorphins or it's like I like I defeated that like I got that yeah it does feel it's that's exactly right and it's also like it gets to a point where us as women I feel like are so used to kind of deferring to validation from a guy and like looking at viewing ourselves how a guy would view us or how we think a guy would view us it's easy to do can we do one more sick i'm down all right i'm guessing blue stick that's what i'm guessing 
red. Okay, I'm not doing it. It was Lisa Van Lisa Vanderpump. We oh. can't <laughs> any more Vanderpump. No more Vanderpump. Cats, you said blue. Yeah. I'll pick. I'll pick a blue. Okay. That's a long one. Okay. This is a good one. What is it? Are you harder on your friends or your partner? Ooh. During arguments, is there a right side? Ooh. Ooh. I think this was mine. Who wants to go first for that one? So <laughs> we're all like, uh I think. I'll be the first to admit. Yeah. That I am, I'm very hard on the people in my life, whether it's my parents, my friends, my boyfriend, my cat, it doesn't matter. I know, and I can admit and recognize yeah. that I am hard on the people in my life, in my life. But I think it's because I'm very hard on myself. And so it kind of like extends to the people in my life, but I personally don't think I'm harder on my friends or my boyfriend. Like, I think I'm equally as hard, if that makes sense. I'm not going to pick a side just because it's my boyfriend or just because it's my best friend. Like, if I'm going to pick a side, it's because it's the side I truly, like, yeah. agree with. Because, mm -hmm. like, I would easily take your guys' side over Owen's any day. Like, just because he's my boyfriend and like I live with him or whatever, I'm not gonna just automatically take his side mm -hmm. if I agree with your guys' side. That That's makes, just me. That makes sense. I think I am harder on Jordan than I am on my friends. I think it's because. It's going to sound really cheesy, no. but I think it's because I love Jordan so deeply. So I hold him to a like very high standard because yeah. I love yeah. him so deeply. And obviously I love you guys just as deeply, but it's a different kind of love. It's a different love. Yeah. And honestly, if for some reason you guys got in a fight with Jordan, I'd probably side with you guys. And then I'd be like, girl, you're kind of acting crazy. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that's fair. I think um, I'm kind of the same way where I feel, I don't know. I feel like partially I'm hard on everyone, but also I don't even know how to answer that question really. Because I feel like, yeah, I'm probably just equally as hard on everyone because mm -hmm. I just care and have like high expectations for people and like that's almost to a detriment sometimes you know what I mean can't expect people to think and feel the way that you would or let's say there's a situation and someone's like well I would have done this for you well yeah because you're you and I'm me and it's just different mm -hmm. you know what I yeah. mean and I, I think sometimes that's hard to kind of see because especially for people I think that deal with like anxiety and depression like they're very much trying to control a situation for their own right. comfort, not necessarily to control it it just is a matter of like 
this helps me feel less anxious if I know what, if I don't feel at fault for a situation, which is why I try to control a situation because I hate feeling like the bad guy and like the bad. 100%. Because it it scares me alive. Like it's the worst feeling. And I, that is when somebody's mad at me. Yeah, I hate it. And so it's one of those things. If I don't have to feel that way, I will do anything in my power not to feel that way. But sometimes that comes at a detriment because it's like, okay, well, I can't, I, you know, I, you can't manipulate a situation. Like it's, that's not fair to anyone and not saying I've manipulated situations necessarily in the past, but there's sometimes where it's like, I get upset at a situation and I end up being a little bit of a hypocrite, you know? So I will go as far as not telling people how I feel because I don't want the risk of them being mad at me. Yes, I do that as well. Going back to what we were talking about before, I think you guys are kind of similar to me when you say you guys are hard on the people in your life. I think it's because you both are very passionate and very loving for the people in your life. So you want them to reciprocate how passionate and loving you are towards them. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's very true because you only see things the way that like you view them. I know that sounds cliche, but that's like the truth. And so it's like, it just makes sense that that's how it is. But like in certain, certain situations, you're like, I would do that for you. Why are you not doing that for me? Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard, like growing up in general and like, I know and not just like, lash out like I think a really big thing about like growing up is being able to like sit yourself down and being like you need to chill (laughs) right like there is no reason to lash out 100% think about the situation think about your words and the impact your words can have and like maybe dial it back. And also realize not that. everything has to be a you versus them. Like mm-hmm. there yes. doesn't have to be a huge argument. It can just be something you're feeling and letting yourself feel that, sitting with your feeling, being like, yeah. okay, this is what I'm feeling. I fully understand it. Talking to that person, which is never fun, but it has to happen. And you right. know, just not yeah. making it into a fight because I think fights get to the point of being fights when you don't communicate and then things build up you know what I mean mm-hmm. and if people just had more heart-to-heart like real conversations about their feelings then you would probably have less fights yeah because oftentimes it's just people not communicating their feelings the way they should be you're not really going to listen to somebody if they're screaming at you but them screaming at you is how they're feeling it's yeah, just I think like the discovery that it's not you against the world yeah is a is a very humbling realization it Mm -hmm. actually feels really nice to realize that in a way yeah because it's like I mean because it's like okay so it's kind of all in my head that like the like people don't hate me people are not out to get me Shout out anxiety. Anxiety is mean. Anxiety is so cruel. It is. It makes me think that like 
you just never would have thought in a million years, but you got right. this voice in your head that is telling you these things and you think it's real. Something you don't even think about and it pops in your head and that's all you can think about. Yeah. yeah. And anxiety also coincides with so many other things like depression, hormone imbalance, um, like ADHD, ADD, like all OCD. So it's just it crops up with PTSD. Like it crops up with everything. And it's just like, it goes to show you also that it's kind of, um, in my, in my opinion, I feel like anxiety goes along with like your environment and it's your body Mm -hmm. and mind telling you, you are not in the environment you need to, um, to like grow and succeed. Cause I feel like in a way it's kind of like alarms, like, you know, when, um animals yeah we're like animals are in the wild or whatever and they're they sense danger and they like like flee in a way I feel like he does that too like it's trying to make sense of a situation so it brings up the most the craziest kind of outcomes that you possibly could have in order for you to feel like okay this is not a good situation I need to fix it Mm -hmm. yeah my therapist explained it like anxiety is kind of like your body or your mind is taking the smallest thing and turning it into your fight or flight response yeah Yeah. and it doesn't have to go from zero to a hundred like that no especially like you said the smallest thing Mm -hmm. and it's like okay so what happens when it's a big thing right Right. (laughs) terrifying that's why it's scary (laughs) Yeah, it's just overall like a shitty thing that so many people have to deal with. And I'm glad that like people like us are, you know, more able to talk about it and be comfortable with it because there was a time where people were shamed for it. Yeah. It was like, why aren't you stronger? You know, literally in their brain. Yeah. My favorite saying is that store bought serotonin is okay right because <laughs> mine is. mine is right but yeah. and it's like it's okay it's right it's normal now you know yeah especially with the past three years dude like with covid yeah so we should be really proud of ourselves that we dealt with it in the way that we did because it's a hard situation and I don't think anyone thought they would go through something like that I mean you hear about it in movies but you don't ever think it's gonna happen to you you know right and anybody listening to this podcast you are not alone we love you listen I have two store-bought serotonin providers. It's like, we get it. Yeah. We're we with you. It. We hear you. We love you. Yeah. You're accepted. Oh, and, you know. Actually, that makes my heart so happy that, like, it's so normal now. It needs to be normalized. It really does because, I don't like know, it. I feel like the majority of people nowadays need need these things to be normalized yeah whether it's like because of like the food we eat nowadays or like the drinks we drink I don't know what it is but there's more people than there's not that need 
those serotonin enhancers. I need to be able to talk about it and feel like you're not alone and that it's normal. Mm-hmm. Well, because here's the thing also, like where do we spend majority of our time during the week? At work. Can you talk about mental health at work? No. No. Yeah. So it's like then you come home and like maybe some of your friends aren't dealing with it. And so you've no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, that can be so lonely. And I think also too, like anyone that is feeling anxious or depressed or having a mental health issue, I think it's safe to say that most people, when they first start having it, feel like they've failed themselves, you know, and like, how didn't I catch this sooner? And, yeah. you know, I must have done something where I like deserved this or not true. Like, it's not why me? Why? Why? Like, what's wrong with me that I'm feeling this yeah. way? Yeah, and it's never going to get better. And it's hopeless. And it's like, you know, if I had had back when I first started having issues, like if I had had a podcast where I could have, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but I just didn't really look for them that mm-hmm. much, but it would have really helped if I had had like an outlet, you know what I mean? Or like, listen to people that were going through similar things, you yeah. know? Sometimes. Yeah. I think this is a safe space. Yeah. Safe space. There's so many, so many resources out there. And, like, we're here to advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Wine About It supports open talks about mental health issues. Yeah. Mental health. Open talks about pretty much everything. Okay. You'll learn that with our popsicles. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Like we said, we are here to advocate, and we're here to listen. And, like, Please just join us on our girls' nights. Yes. Have some wine. Bitch about different shit with us. You don't have to be a girl to have a girls' night. Girls' night is a safe space for everyone. For everyone. Period. You don't have to be a girl for girls' night. No. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Good night, everyone.